My name is Anders. My name is Karina. And this is Meta and the Mind Blowers. Welcome to Meta and the Mind Blowers. Hello there. Hello. Today we're talking about CERN. CERN. How do you say that in English? CERN. 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 The European collaboration. You know what? For all the research I did, I did not look into what exactly the abbreviation was. Oh, Karina. Anyway. Tell you about anything, but, but not that. I think most people will know CERN as as this huge tunnel system below the Alps. Particle accelerator. Pa- yeah, you know, uh, in, under the Alps. Yeah, it crosses the border between Switzerland and France. Yeah, twice. Twice, yeah. I think it's twice. Is it the new one? Ah. Yeah. And uh, it's thirty-seven. Thirty-seven kilometers in diameter. No circumference. So, so, okay. Circumference. Okay. All, all the way around. All the way around. All right. Yeah. Uh, um, 37 <clears throat> kilometers. That's quite a distance. Yeah. And uh, so let's start with the, with the, with the overall purpose. purpose. Yeah. What, 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 so, uh, what's all that for? We, as physicists, we try to understand the world. Mm-hmm. And we uh, look every place we can to understand it. And in a particle accelerator, you you bash particles together. And initially, it was to understand what was inside of them mm-hmm. that we do understand now. So mm-hmm. now we mash them together in order to, uh, in this energy release, to create a lot of new particles that will not uh, live for very long. But mm-hmm. these new particles, uh, their flavors and charge and mass and all these things tells us things about uh, the the model we have of our universe. Yes. Of what reality is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we call it the standard model. Mm-hmm. And uh, inside, uh, so we have, <clears throat> most of us are familiar with, uh, with uh, what, what do we call the elemental elements, the, the, the normal the, the, the matter. Elemental, you mean the elemental system? Or? Yeah. So we have hydrogen and carbon and all these yeah. atoms. A, a few hundred. Yeah. 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 And uh, and depending on how mu- how many protons they have in their cores, that determines which element you have. Yes. So. So that's all the matter we know. That's uh, all the matter. We all know. the minerals. All the. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything and uh, so you, the cores are packed with protons and neutrons. And yes. Around the core, we have uh, some electrons, mm-hmm. and that means that each element is neutral. You mm-hmm. know, it's a positively charged core, and you have a neg- negatively charged electron system outside. Yes. That's your elements. Now, in, what we're doing now is we're going deep into the core. The yes. core of an element, and you have a proton and a neutron, and we even go inside of the protons and the neutrons. So originally, we thought that an atom was like the smallest bit. Yes, I even think that's the Greek word for it or something. Yes. it's the smallest bit. Yes, of the atom. Yeah, but we found out that an atom is 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 is, is it's not an elementary no. particle. Th- no. There are even more it, because an atom consists of. 
Other elements. Yes. Yes. Other particles. Yeah. Yes. And even those particles, particles consists of other, other particles. And yeah, thus you, you can like Yeah. It's the, go on. Yeah. It's um, so a proton, which is a positively charged nuclear particle, mm -hmm. uh, it consists of three quarks. Yes. Yes. And uh, 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 dear listener, this this is going to be a, a slightly heavy <laughs> topic <laughs> yeah. today because yeah. we're going deep, 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 <laughs> deep, deep, deep. Yes, yes, it's true. Um, yeah, so you have uh, up and down quarks, and a proton is made out of two up quarks and one down quark. Mm -hmm. And the the quarks uh, they stick together because of something called a strong nuclear force. Uh, like gluons that glue together mm -hmm. and and your up quark uh, has uh, a charge of two thirds mm -hmm. and your down quark has a charge of minus one third mm -hmm. so when you have two up quarks and one down quark and you add that charge together mm -hmm. you reach so two thirds plus two thirds is four thirds minus one third is three thirds and that's one, one. So a proton has the charge of one, mm -hmm. positive one, mm -hmm. and it consists of those three quarks. Mm -hmm. Now, a neutron has a neutral charge, so it's not positive or negative, it has nothing. Right? Mm -hmm. Actually, also consists of three quarks. Yes. And you want to build it for me? Yes. So you have to build from your up and downs. Yes. You have to build something that has zero charge. So you, you make an up upper? So quark? an up is two thirds. Yes, one of those. One of those, okay. And then two downs, because they're one third each. Minus one third each. Minus one third each, yes. So that means you have two thirds minus one third. Minus one third. Minus one third is zero thirds. Which is zero. neutral. Yes. Whoa, I made well, it. Done. <laughs> so now we build a neutron as well. That's what we have inside our nucleus in, in the atoms. Mm -hmm. And in the, in the standard model here of, the, of, of particle physics here, we have up, downs, and down quarks. Up, what did I say? Up quarks and down quarks. Mm -hmm. And you also have like a slightly heavier cousin to it. So the first row of cousins are called charm and strange. Yes. In the beginning, they were called like banana and strawberry or something. Uh -huh. <laughs> like so you just have you had to find a name to identify it's, them. Uh, yeah. uh, these naming things, I don't know where they really come from. And sometimes it just sticks, you know. Yeah. So you have charm and strange, mm -hmm. uh, where strange is like the heavier version of the down, and and charm is the heavier version of the up. And there's even a further cousin, which is the top and bottom part, mm -hmm. uh, quarks, and they are even heavier than that. But they still, they all have like then the same uh, charge as their cousin pair. Mm -hmm. So up, charm, and top belong in like one family, and mm -hmm. you have your down, strange, and bottom in another. Sometimes wow. bottom is called beauty. And okay. that's because... The scientists who are like, oh, I'm just studying only that quark. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be bottom scientists. They want to be beauty scientists. Aha. Uh -huh. So they work in the beauty industry. <laughs> they think it's better than bottom. It's, I think yeah. we all are allowed to be a little bit vain. <laughs> yes. 
That's okay. true. It's okay. <laughs> and we all we all need a bit of beauty every day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's that's your quarks for you, and uh, and actually the electron that we remember from our like fundamental understanding of the atom, you know, it's not in the core; it's just outside. It's negatively charged with minus one mm-hmm. per electron, and that's also a fundamental particle because you cannot divide the electron into smaller bits. No. So, so you have uh, the up and the down and the electron, and then we have something called a neutrino. Neutrinos are very, very light. They mm-hmm. go through everything. Yes. They travel almost at the speed of light yes. because they're so light. And, um, and and the sun produces many billions every second. And they go through us and the earth and everything. And they're very, very hard to detect. And, and those, that, that, they don't have a, a real purpose. They, they do. They uh, make sure that, that uh, your quantum numbers fit So when something is changed in the weak nuclear force, where mm-hmm. you can change a proton to a neutron, you have to have a neutrino in order for the quantum numbers to Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So so they, they do have a very strong purpose. All right. All They're right. just not, not very difficult to observe. Okay. In a supernova, there's a bunch of them made as well. Oh. So you have like a neutrino flash as well. Yes. Yeah. And the first one detected from a supernova was... Uh, From 87A. It's uh-huh. a Nobel Prize right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of these things, the electrons and your quarks, they're called fermions. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they uh, and and the way you calculate them, you you have to use a specific principle in order to calculate with them when there's many of them. So you have to have a sort of a system. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's the two electrons cannot be in the same place with the same energy. No. That that we know. I think I learned that in school, yeah. 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 And that's true for for all fermions. Okay. Yeah. That you, you can't. And that's we see it in, in the universe with white dwarfs. Yeah. That uh, the only reason that those those objects don't collapse entirely, they don't have any uh, energy production at all. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of mass pressing in towards the center. And the only reason that that doesn't collapse all the way in is because the electrons don't want to be that close together. Yeah. So that pressure outwards is the only thing that holds those stars up. Just that's d- white dwarfs. Just think, think for a while that they didn't do that. Where would all that mass yeah, end up? So that's the, not all stars end up as white dwarfs. So you have some that are heavier, and they are pressed. That boundary, you know, that yeah. has been overcome yes. by gravity because it's so heavy. Yes. And there, the electrons have been pushed, and I'm making air quotations because it's not entirely what happens, but are pushed into the protons uh-huh. and are converted into neutrons. Uh-huh. And then you end up with a neutron star because neutrons also don't like to be squashed more together than a certain point. Okay. So that's how you make a neutron star. And 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 what, what that, happens when you overcome the boundary yeah, yeah, with the neutron I, I, star? Just thinking further ahead again. Yeah, yeah. Then you need to have even more mass. Yes. You have to be really really massive. A neutron star is like 1.4 solar masses. So that's the core of a heavy star, and you have to be even heavier than that in order to uh, to exert so much pressure that the neutrons are forced to be closer together. And when that happens, you create a black hole. 
and you collapse space-time. Okay. Now you know. Yeah. It all fits together like yeah. this. That was astronomy, and I'm sitting here with particle physics, but it's so related. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So our understanding of the small things here on Earth, what we can figure out, we uh, apply to understand yeah. the bigger things. Mm -hmm. And it all fits like it it's all calculated. Fits, yeah, fits like a glove. Fits like a glove. It's really, really nice. The, the thing is, when you learn about these uh, part particles, the standard models, the, the, the small bits, the quarks and the electrons and the neutrinos, you also sort of have to understand the four forces governing the world yes yeah so I think I think not everybody knows that it's just four four is such a small number yeah <laughs> for such a complex world we have to know that there's only four fundamental forces that govern how everything react or are with each other so it's not one force to rule them all it's four <laughs> so that's the that's the really interesting point you're bringing up because we really really would like to unify these. Uh, what we can see is that we can couple the the electromagnetic force, which is one of the forces, with the weak nuclear force, and we can couple that at high energies. Mm -hmm. at high energies, those are the same. So our natural instinct is to think, ah, so at even higher probably the strong nuclear force was in as well. Mm -hmm. And maybe at the beginning of the universe, there was one force to rule them all. Mm -hmm. And you had Now a cooling down yeah. and a decoupling and a symmetry break. Yes. And you have four different forces. There you go. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the four forces that okay, we... Okay, gravity. Gravity is one of them. Yeah. Yes. Gravity is a force that only works between things that has mass. Yes. So your whimsy little photon, which is just a light particle, will not be affected by this. Unless we're talking about a black hole. Well, a black hole will have changed space to curve, mm. and the light will follow straight lines in this curved country and will travel that way. Okay. But it's not, um, it's not influenced by the force of gravity It's influenced by a change that gravity has made to the space. Mm -hmm. So not directly, <laughs> but indirectly. Spitting hairs here, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, but good oh. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we have gravity, and, and we know that, and it's, uh, gravity only sees mass. It doesn't see anything else. It doesn't care if you are positively charged or whatever. It doesn't see these things. Mm -hmm. It only sees the mass. It also doesn't see if, uh, uh, some of the other quantum numbers that I'm not even going to go into. It only sees mass. Then you have the electromagnetic force. I'm actually going with them uh, in how strong they are. So gravity is the weakest. Mm -hmm. And the next one is the, is the electromagnetic force. And it's, uh, it's whenever you have something with charge, that is governed by this force. Yes. In the beginning, we thought that it was two different things. Magnetism was one force and electricity was another force. But it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, when you have a lot of electricity, especially you know in a circle or whenever you have it, you have a magnetic field as well. Whenever yes. you have an electric field, you have a magnetic field. Uh, it makes sense, yes. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. um, uh, Oster figured that out. 
he had he a, made the tur- tur- turbine. Tur- he had a he had a cable with electricity running in it. Mm-hmm. It's more than 100 years ago. And then he had a, a, a magnet mm-hmm. like a compass, and then he could see that moving the cable close to the compass it would change the compass. Mm-hmm. So he figured that they are coupled. Yes. <clears throat> that, that that's. Yeah. yeah, it's really clever. It's uh, simple, but uh, it's uh, you know to to understand. You For us, it's simple now, but, but back, back then, then he was, was probably breakthrough. thinking, yeah. uh, huh, huh? "Does it that you know, one thing is if something is coupled? Another thing is that it's actually two faces of the same thing." Yes, and that's that's the profoundness of this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and the the boson, and that's another elemental particle that. And they're called bosons, and they communicate forces. So the the force magnetism is communicated through a boson called a photon. Mm-hmm. A photon is a light particle, mm-hmm. and that is so crazy. Everything you see, the sun is shining, a lot of light. All of that light is because some electron was moving, or some proton was moving in an electric or magnetic field, and that causes that. That, that causes light. That causes light. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's it's so crazy because it's such a fundamental thing for us. Light is is life, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's and and that that is that is the the pure origin of it. So when you when you let's say you're in a coal mine and you you light a candle mm-hmm. so you can see. Mm-hmm. So in, in that, yeah, flame, yeah, you have all these elements. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you have uh, and you have uh, electrons. The heat they move around causes light. You have that that moves that that burns something. Uh, you know it. Uh, your 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 what is candle made of? This wax. W- wax. Yeah. You know, your wax. It melts. It 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 burns. Mm-hmm. And when it burns, it's yeah. It's, wow! This is and the light reflecting on the on the walls yeah. that makes makes you able to see yeah. where you are. Yeah, exactly. The light hits photo, uh, hits atoms on the on the wall, and and some are, are reflected back to you, so you yes. can see. Some are absorbed. Yes. If it's a very dark coal mine, you know, yeah. a lot of it is just absorbed. Yeah. Heats up the wall a bit. Yes. And it will cool down again. Yeah, and that's why heat is as well. That's amazing. In that mag- in that it's, it's, it's it's amazing to to think. It's a bit, a bit mind blowing. Yeah, because you have to have to sort of peel all the layers back of what you take as natural, and then you have to see the world as a strange new place, yes. and then see it with these glasses on. Yes. And you try to say, okay, nothing like nothing happens if there's no forces. Then everything is stationary, still dead, right? And then yeah. with the forces. The effects are just to be observed, and then you you sit and look. Okay, what is that? Why is that doing that? I see there. There's light. What is this? Yeah, Where exactly. does it come from? Yeah. And it all has its origin here. Yeah. It's that. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Then we have the weak nuclear force. The weak nuclear. That's a third. That's force. Third. Yes. Yeah. So the weak nuclear force is uh, is what helps uh, transform nuclei. So that's uh, your atom bombs. It's your the power plant inside of the sun. Mm-hmm. This is uh, the weak force you have at play here, and mm-hmm. that is the neutrino, as we said before. Yes. And um, the the 
particle that communicates this force, the weak force, is called uh, the Z boson or the W boson. One is slightly heavier than the other, but yeah. Okay, yes. And uh, yeah, there's actually two W ones. There's a plus and a minus. It's, it's, it gets it's a, a little bit hairy, but they're <laughs> called bosons, these. Yes. And the last boson is the gluon. And it's a it's the particle that communicates the strong nuclear force, and that is the force that holds your uh, quarks together inside of your proton, yes. so that your proton is stable and was for a long, long time seen as a fundamental particle, a particle that you can no longer split. Yeah, it's because the gluon is so strong, because the strong nuclear force is so strong. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when you try to pull these quarks. From each other, then uh, then it's the the gluon that you're fighting against. Yeah, or that force you're fighting fighting against. Yeah, and that's not possible. Oh, sure, it is possible. You just have enough energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not for very long. But not for very long, <laughs> because then they will form new pairs and decay and. Yes, yeah. so all of this, these four forces, four forces, yeah, that's what they're playing around with. In those tunnels at CERN. Yeah, what what they're doing is they 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 have uh, two beams made out of protons. Mm-hmm. They're going in opposite directions in uh, in a circle, mm-hmm. and then then they meet. And then they meet. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm actually sitting and trying to yeah, trying to draw something <laughs> to, in the air. To, to draw a circle <laughs> in the air one way with one finger and draw with the other finger yeah. the other way around. And you accelerate this proton beam up really high speeds. That means uh, it has a kinetic energy that is really large, like seven thousand times uh, that of a, of a proton's rest mass. And then you collide them together, and in this, all that kinetic energy is transformed into whatever it wants to be. Mm-hmm. And in this case, a lot of new particles are created, mm-hmm. and Detected just before they decay again, so they don't yeah. last for long. No, don't blink. Don't really don't blink. It's <laughs> uh, uh, and this is where the last uh, particle uh, boson, the newest bo- uh, boson, was found. It's the Higgs boson. Yes. <clears throat> now that has a rest mass of 125.7 giga electron volts, so roughly 124 times that of a proton, mm-hmm. and and. And that was created for like 10 to the minus 24th second. That's how long it lived. Right? Yes. So Not very long. Yeah, it's it's zero point and then like 24 zeros and a one. Was it one more? There, seconds. It's, it's very 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 short. But it's long enough for for us to observe re- it, to observe it, and register it, and and kind of lock all the data? Actually, when it decays, it decays into photons, and it's the photons we observe. Okay. And uh, and the way you do this is you uh, they looked at uh, all the many uh, collisions and decays, as just checking the photons, how much energy they had, and then they can see that there's a stability around this energy. Yes. So there was a particle around this energy. <clears throat> Wow, it, it, this is really mind blowing because it's, it, it's hard to yeah t- to comprehend what it, it's uh, it's uh, abstract. Yes, very yeah, very. It's, uh, it's very abstract. Yeah, and it's uh, 
it's it's really cool if um, <clears throat> if we can take it like one step deeper and I apologize if it's uh, if it gets too deep but uh, bear with me if you imagine that that all these particles actually don't exist as little pinballs but instead are fields and the way i imagine it is uh, i allow myself to go one dimension down so mm-hmm. i'm actually just in a 2d and i see a, i see a, sh- a sheet of paper with lines on it and mm-hmm. that's for me is a field mm-hmm. and and i when i see it i think to myself i have to remember that it's at least in three dimensions that the lines also go up and down and yes. not just mm-hmm. uh, left and right and straight i uh, but i allow myself this abstraction i'm saying okay but i see a sheet and then i see another sheet and another sheet and each particle has its own sheet and then on that sheet it has a little tiny bump somewhere and that's where it is that's yes. where the particle is yes there's actually some people who argue that there is only one field for the electron yeah so everywhere is is this field and it has there's many electrons so it is it's but it's the same field. Do you uh-huh. understand? Yeah. That's two ways to look at it. Either yeah. every particle has its own field. Yeah. Or there's just... Or there's just one field for every type of particle and it then has condensation points where it is more likely to be than other places. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anas is right now looking like he needs a cup of coffee. Yeah, this is this is getting a little deep. <laughs> it's a little bit crazy. And the, what the Higgs is is actually um, the 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 reason for for mass. Mm-hmm. So uh, these fields they can interact with each other, or at least the Higgs field interact with all of them, and gives the particle a mass mm-hmm. so that's 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 what it was theorized to be and it was found and that's why they got the Nobel Prize for that wow yeah it's a very fundamental field the Higgs field mm-hmm. and there's boson that come with it like the other fields and, and, Hi- and the Higgs boson boson mm-hmm. is an example of what CERN has achieved yes that's the Estate. latest particle yes yeah but but CERN does many many other things. Yeah, so yeah. They, so they smash these things together. They learn a lot of things. Then you also accelerate up, and in one arm you have uh, you, you use uh, the the energy to make very strong X rays, and with those X rays, I come with my experiment. I apply for time to have I don't know sixteen hours of uh, of this type of X ray with this energy, and I need that in my experiment to. To figure out the the distance between something very very small, yes, or whatever it is my experiment mm-hmm. is. Yeah. So there are scientists uh, using CERN for yeah. all types yeah. of experiments. Yeah, you can you can be in on the big experiments where you get a, a part of the data because it's so much data, and or you can have like other experiments where you need the, some beam of, of high yes. energy or high whatever, and and that's what CERN gives you. Yeah. Um, and right now, I was thinking um, these tunnels. Yeah. Do you, do you, is there anything you can, can you walk around down there and just uh, at the moment because uh, as a LHC, the Large Hadron Collider has uh, is on break at the moment, so they have two years to upgrade. And right now, you can like 
I don't think you and I can, no. but the people working there can. Yes. Just walk around and see. Actually, they don't walk; they bike because it's just so big. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it probably There's like is. eight <clears throat> shafts down, and then you just take a bike. I'm going on a, a, a 37 kilometer yeah, I'll just, hike. I don't know. That's a problem. I don't know where it is. I'm just going to walk there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, there's like a. A, c- a cafeteria somewhere you can just <laughs> sit down and <laughs> have a cup of coffee and and uh, so they have the rings and then they end uh, in um, then you have detectors where you where you do the, the where the beams meet yes and these detectors are crazy big like you have a, a little man standing next to one of them in order to understand how big it is like I have a picture here of the this is the where are we Where are we? It's um, I think this is the is this the Atlas? Yeah, because it's quite big. Yeah, it's the Atlas, and they're right now putting in a new wheel. It's called the small wheel because mm-hmm. it's only nine meters in diameter. Wow! <laughs> and then so it it looks like a, a machine that could be any old size. But yeah. then in this picture, down at the very bottom, you have a blue cladded figure with a hard hat on. Mm-hmm. That's the size of a person. So it's 15 meters tall. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. That's amazing. It's crazy that something that small needs an instrument that's that big. Yeah. That's really funny. But it's also one of those things, right? That's not unheard of. That's, no, yeah, exactly. Of course, the exactly. other way around. Yeah. And, and just imagine the structure the is like an onion. You know, you have like uh, a shell that... Uh, will absorb this type and then outside is a shell that absorbs absorb, absorbs another type and, and that's how the structure is. And yeah. then you you correlate all of that data together. Oh that was at that time that yeah. this happened and then you can make pictures of of a collision that looks like a Uh, a point in the middle where all the lines meet and then it's like you have a lot of thread in different uh, curvatures coming out from that central mm-hmm, point mm-hmm. and that's how a collision look and they have many 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 collisions and and each of them has a lot of different particles created and decaying and then you try to figure out what you saw and amongst that you hope to find something new yeah it's yeah. it's absolutely mind-boggling um yeah And not much is left to coincidence here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And any anything that might resemble a coincidence is being analyzed and yeah. further yeah, yeah. further analyzed. Yeah, and yeah. This, I mean, it's a it's a feat of uh, of uh, statistics. Yes, like you do it again and again and again, and at some point you you have enough data to say something. Yes. Yeah. It's fantastic. And sometimes you th- you think, oh, there is something, and then it's just a fluke. Because when you add enough data together, you can see that it all evens out, and it was just a small fluctuation yeah, that you yes. have everywhere. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. So they had uh, uh, in those three years, this second one, the LHC had, they had sixteen uh, million billion collisions. Sixteen wow. million billion. Billion. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of data. Yeah. As a, we are in the 300 petabytes. It's probably more data than will ever be analyzed because how how can you do it? How, how, you you have computers to do it, yeah. but, but but still, it's so much. Sure, data. they do it. It's not too much, and they hope to get like at least five times as much in the next wow. run. As a, <laughs> <it's> a <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> this is why they keep pushing the boundaries of how big your hard drive is because you you know yeah you need to have space for all of this. Yeah, it's really cool. It it is it is, and eventually we will understand our universe better. Yeah, that's I guess that's the whole purpose. Yeah, yeah. that's the purpose. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> it's it's really cool. Yeah, and uh, and what the world is, what reality is, is is maybe not the whole truth. You know what we see. I think it, 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 when you talk about the universe. You just have to get used to the idea that no matter what you think, no matter what you believe, there's always more. Yeah. There's, there's always. Yeah. I mean, if we go down to the to the how uh, atoms, what 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 they consist of. You can you can always, in my mind, you can always dive one step deeper, one level deeper. You can always go one level further. And it, it just never ends. Yeah, but this is just in size. I'm also thinking in dimensions. Yeah, and yeah. So on that you just uh, what what we perceive as reality is far from yeah. the truth and far from uh, one thing. You exactly. Know? It's, uh, it would be really interesting to have the ability to to probe <clears throat> and understand the many layers that I think our world consists of. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's that's uh, with the forces here, right? Uh, you can unify them at higher energies. You can unify them, but only if you apply supersymmetry. Let's not go into that thing. But but amongst the uh, gravity, sort of uh, odd one out because it's so weak. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, maybe it's weak because uh, the other forces are restricted to our dimensions. And I'm going to say our I mean the ones that we perceive and feel every day. Mm-hmm. Our three world, three D world, maybe with time as well. But gravity, if it is a force that permeates and goes through many different dimensions of reality mm-hmm. that we don't perceive, then maybe that's why it's so diluted. I really like that idea. I think it's yeah. neat. I don't know if it's true, but I think it's it, it, it appeals to me. Yeah. Yeah, but there's no reason why it should not be true. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's no, it's just a very. I don't right now see a way <laughs> where you can say one thing or the other or prove it. Is what I mean with exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, so, so deep s- right this time, huh? Whoa, that was <laughs> that was. Do you want to add anything to to the no, topic, CERN? It's it's. Um, I think it's 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 great to have s- scientists from many many countries coming together. Yeah, that's the only way forward. In a project that that has been going on for 30 years around? Yeah. Around now? Because you, cause you yeah, mentioned because that... because the internet is the, turning the internet 30. Is, the yeah. internet was invented at CERN and... It turns 30 next it month. It turns yeah. 30 next month. Wow. Um, and, yeah, we're mind-boggling to see what... Yeah, what but collaboration is the only way forward. And when you have a lighthouse like this where, you know, the brightest minds in whichever country they come from, they seek to achieve or perform you know yeah. you want to do the best you can and you see a place where you can be challenged to mm-hmm. to do your best and yeah. even maybe better than you thought you could that that's really cool and yeah. that really uh, you know assembles the brightest minds of our generations yeah. to, to do this and, yeah. and they are achieving and it's really cool and they're right now planning and even Larger, yeah, they're, they're right now upgrading, and in two years they turn that up uh, on. And but that's the, your original tunnel, right? Yeah, that's original, but but with higher energy, yes. so higher luminosity and more. And then in 
the designing at the moment, so we're only at the design stage, something called the Future Circular Collider. Yeah. And that's going to be 100 kilometer in uh, circumference. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's quite a step up, but, yeah. you know, the future, you know, yeah. to aim bigger, higher, yes. better. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's really cool. So good luck with that, Søren. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be expensive. Yeah, but I think. That but it will be funded by um, all these. Uh, we already have countries a lot of that, and it's, yeah. yeah. When so. they all, when we all put our money together, then we only need to build one as well. We don't need to build five. And oh, exactly, exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, this was Meta and the Mindblowers, our special about Søren. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, and we will be back soon with another. Yeah. Topic. So share it and comment and whatever. Yeah. Like our pages. And Give us a like, a thumbs up. And, and if you have something on your heart that you would like us to discuss, then send us. us a note. Yeah. yeah. Drop us a line and we'll be happy to hear from you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.